So since we're done with those voicemails for the moment, we need to actually get back now that we are back. Thanks. Thank you, Shane, for not letting me go off the deep end with those. So shout out to her. More importantly, shout out to Seventh Letter for giving me the ability to like go back and forth with him, as well as uh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, let me get his name. Uh, Serge uh, Fouquet. I, I want to say that. So shout out to him for leaving the voicemails and giving us a different perspective, because obviously we don't have the you know the only answer and the right answer. So shout out to you know for actually giving us some type of perspective that. Regardless if we agree or disagree, the fact that we had the conversation, that matters. So shout out to them. Um, more importantly, you need to follow them because obviously they have something to say, too. So shout out to the both of them. But saying, you know, you got to take the floor. You got to um, take the floor. When it comes to compatibility, I know a lot of people don't think about this. A lot of people bring up, oh, you have to have good communication, but they leave out comprehension. There's a lot of people that cannot comprehend what you're telling them how you're saying it. And a lot of people just watch you talk and they're ready to talk back at you without listening or understanding what you just said to them. And if you cannot comprehend what somebody's telling you, showing you and putting effort in, in any relationship, it could be family, it could be romantic, it can be anything you're going to lose you're going to miss a lot of moving parts and you're going to be sitting there looking to blame somebody on why something didn't work. And combat yeah. compatibility can also be two people ready to be honest about all their pros and their cons and ready to work out the things that are not working because of a root cause from something from childhood. A lot of people try to dismiss it and be like, okay, I'm an adult now. That doesn't matter. But then when you're trying to raise kids with someone who hasn't dealt with something uh, from childhood, it comes up in how they raise the kids that you have. And so you have mm -hmm. to have discussions or be with somebody that's willing to be uh, to lay those things on the table and let's dissect this. Let's figure out how we can fix this because you, you don't want to raise a next generation of kids with a messed up mindset because you're trying to block things out. So compatibility can be someone who is ready to lay all their stupid ignorance on the table and, and come to some type of solution so y'all can be in a, in a place of peace and no triggers and positivity because holding a grudge and trying to raise kids it's going to turn into anger and it's going to come out somewhere and it might come out on the wrong person. It might come out on the person that's trying to back you and help you in life. And I think a lot of people um, might find themselves loving and caring for a person who is not emotionally and mentally compatible with where they're at. Mm. So. Mm. 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 I don't know. Damn. I, don't know. I, I just, for me, I just personally, I just, I don't know. Like when it comes to compatibility, I, I feel like you should just know, like, you know, for a fact, when you, you approach someone, you know, you're compatible with them because obviously you're giving them the time of day to so this, that. But then when you dig deep and you have that conversation with them and you're talking, you know, for a fact that you, you want them and they want you back once you have that like that's like surface level of 
compatibility and you want that you want to be able to be you know compatible with them me i just i don't think like right now like online dating and stuff like that i just i hope that dating isn't simple but at the same time i hope it's not like overly complicated so how do you know if they're compatible like you know like i can't speak for any you know each individual person but you you fucking know you know for a fact that hey i like her like she has everything i want in a woman like she's friends with her family she you know she she does things she's like a philanthropist or whatever the fuck you want like she meets she checks all your boxes if she checks all your boxes clearly that's somebody that's compatible with you but have you actually sat down here to hide that shit you have too much social media when people meet you they're already putting up this front and this facade of what they want you to see then you get around the friends that they want you to see not the friends that they have that they don't want you to see and then uh if you meet their family they know that you're the new person so their family has to put up like this front or will put up this front for the sake of being new when you spend six plus months around someone day in and day out and you guys are physically around each other and you see how they treat other people that cannot do something for them and you they you see how they treat their mother or their sister or their brother and you hear the things that come out their mouth and you hear how they might talk about their past relationships or their friends when they're not around their friends, you're going to get a idea as to what type of character this person has. And today is just easy to fake it. That's why I don't know. I would never meet somebody on an app or on um, a, a dating site and be like, Oh, I think we're compatible because they use the right words in their profile. Like that's not going to be mm-hmm. shit to me. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't know. Maybe it's because like you know the wife and I like we met years ago when online dating was kind of taboo. Um, and me, the way I guess like I play it is I can't meet people at a bar. I've never been able to. Like I've done that. Like I've met women at bars and I've like engaged in women in bars. But I I need to know as much as I can immediately. And I want to be able to have that conversation with you. But a lot of people nowadays, when I say nowadays, meaning like, you know, the past like two years, like there are no social skills. There are no people that I know of that do online dating. Every single person that said that they do online dating, they say the same things. Like these people don't want to talk. They don't want to communicate. They don't want to engage. And I'm like, you're on an app. And all you have is your conversation. If you don't have people skills outside of this, online dating is not going to work for you. Um, right. Being able to actually engage and meet people, it's not going to work for you. Um, 2020 has taught people that, honestly, you have to get to know people. Like this app, shout out to Stereo, you have to know people. Like I've been in chats where like, I'm sure that the person is a nice person. They're just not the person for me. If I can find that at a surface level, when it comes to dating, women are smarter than men. Women know for a fact, you know what? Nah, that's not it. Like they know in the first, what what did they say? In the first five minutes, a woman knows if she wants to like sleep with you, if she wants to date you or something like that. Like, yeah, that's like surface level shit. So when I see people in 2020 and this is coming from a married guy people like oh he's old he's washed blah 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 blah. the thing is being washed you get to watch things play out and when you see things play out you're like yo like 
not only could I have done that, like I'm, I'm watching you do these things. It's like, why are you doing this? Why, why are you doing it? You're making it more complicated than it needs to be. So when I see people on like online dating with like the, the tenders and the plenty of fish and the okay cupids and wh- whatever fucking apps these people use, I'm like, wait a minute, you're trying to tell me the only thing you have to do at a base is download an app, sit on your couch and tell people who you are as a person. And the only reason they get to know you is from the shit you're telling them. All you have to do is do that. But obviously people lie. People don't go and tell the truth and stuff like that. And I'm fine with that. Here's my issue. The communication, when you and that person are talking and you're leaving messages and you're talking to each other, have a conversation. People aren't conversationalists anymore. Everybody has all these social medias and they have like Instagrams and the Twitters and stuff like that, but they don't actually engage. Everything is a, a like button here or a heart button, you know, a heart button here. It's like, open your mouth and speak. Like how many people, Shan, have we gone and try to get to come onto this app and say, you know what? You talk a lot anyway in your text messages, download stereo. We can actually have a phone conversation without actually having to be on the phone. They overthink it. They overthink it. Like right, right now we are talking to complete strangers right now. You and I are having a conversation and there are people listening to our conversation. We've, li- we've literally spent 45 minutes talking about race in the middle of a show about like love, whatever. (laughs) In a a conversation about compatibility, we brought up race because that's people who have people skills. And I'm not saying that everybody has people skills. What I'm saying though is, you know, people who honestly, like they know themselves. If you don't know yourself, you shouldn't be out here dating or you shouldn't be out here going and trying to find your one, the person you're compatible with. Cause you ain't even compatible with you. If you can't honestly say, you know what? I'm not ready to date yet. And a lot of people have never had that, you know, that come to Jesus. They haven't had that. You know what? I'm, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm not ready to put myself on the market because I don't know me. 2020 should be the know me year. But I'm sorry. We built up voicemails. Go ahead. One of the thing, one of the reasons that I think that, um, that that's, you know, can be a true statement as far as, you know, compatibility and people is that, like I said before, most people don't like themselves. Most people are fighting with themselves Mm -hmm. constantly fighting with themselves about who they are, what they like, who they like, who they don't like. And so, you know, we are one another's guinea pigs. We really have to understand that we are one another's guinea pigs. We are learning off of one another because you can't have a relationship by yourself, but you absolutely should have a relationship with yourself and it needs to be a positive one. That's the first relationship that you need to get down. If you can't master the relationship with yourself, if you ain't compatible with yourself, if it's a constant war going on with you, then it will be a constant war with everybody else until you get your shit together. Yeah, now listen, how many how many women have been in a situation where they could tell the guy that they were talking to about themselves because they've done the work on them? Like, Shan, for example, for you, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I don't know the truth or anything like that. But for you as a woman, you're talking to a guy, you know, for a fact, you've been, you know, you've talked to enough guys, you you're friends with enough guys and you have enough men in your life that you know how men work, you know how they tick. So this yeah. guy comes along, he's, you know, he just, he's trying to portray himself as different, but it's like, no, it's, it's not, 
a, a game trying to be different, be you. And a lot of men, they try to set themselves apart. You don't have to set yourself apart. Just be the person that you are. Once you are that person, like everything else goes perfect. Every I was woman telling, that I've ever I was the other day, I said, I don't like when I'm in like a, a group of men conversation or women and men and a man decides to do his own approach to me however he would like to introduce himself or get to know they stop him and be like you can't you can't talk to a woman like that or you can't you know ask her that or what what are you doing like no let him do it his way because you're you can't coach him on how to approach me if this is how he really wants to approach me because you can't walk with him next week when we're together maybe or you can't be there for him next month to coach him on what to do he has to be his own person because he's not going to learn anything and if you block if you try to teach him how to talk to me and he's not there yet to know how to talk to me himself you're going to make him be somebody that he isn't so a lot of times you have to allow people to be who they are when they come to you and stop trying to think, oh, I can fix him or I can change him or I can make him better. No, he's not ready. So let him approach. My response is going to be my response. And my response might be, I'm going to turn you down, but I'm also going to teach you a lesson. Or my mm-hmm. response I'm going to engage in it because this is just a conversation and it's not going beyond here, but you never get in the way of somebody learning their lessons. Mm. Mm-hmm. Profound. Profound. But isn't life like that? Isn't it just a journey of being with a bunch of incompatible people who teach you how to be a better person, not knowingly yes. or unknowingly until so- you meet your compatible person? Yep. Sometimes. That's exactly sometimes- what it is. Some people stay with that person that they know is not compatible with them just because they need a body. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be that you, you, there's a lot of more boxes that are checked off where, you know, even if you have a little friction, you're still more compatible because of a bunch of other things. Maybe you have to share family history. Maybe you and your family have similar backgrounds. You know, maybe you just have a similar um, foundational upbringing. Um, those things can actually align with who you become as an adult too and can actually help um, foster more of a uh, growing relationship, a a growing, a a relationship that grows stronger over time, even if everybody hasn't come to the table full, what a full like adult, you know? That's another thing that's very scary is, um, Thinking you're compatible with somebody because you've known them for a long time or your family knows their family. That doesn't yeah. make you guys a good good match. That doesn't automatic, automatically mean you have to stick around or you have to stay there or like, this is it. Why would you start over? Sometimes you're not starting over. Sometimes nope. you're getting to the place where you, you start your race, your... Um, your challenge that's really going to make your life start. A lot of people aren't even at the race of where they're supposed to be. And they feel like, oh, I invested 15 years. I invested 20 years. This has to be my person. No, you're trying to make something be mm-hmm. what you want that isn't here. This is not the place. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, you have to. What? Okay. <laughs> women are not smarter than men when it comes to dating. If women were smarter than men when it came to dating, it wouldn't be so many miserable ones. Just because we can look at you and tell if we want to have sex with you in the first couple of minutes doesn't mean that we're smart enough to know if we're going to be in a relationship with you. And that's where most women make the mistake. Just because they want to sleep with you, they think that that means that they're supposed to be in love with you and that you're supposed to be in love with them. So no, women are not smarter at dating at all. I wish they were. Mm -hmm. It would make sense that they would be, but they're not mm -hmm. because men are hunters and hunters can always outsmart prey. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once, um, figure you know what? out. I need you. Oh, go ahead. Once, once women feel out, figure out how to control their emotions and um, they're dating and they focus in on their goals and try to see men for who they are. Um, I feel like they'll be better, but yep. a lot of women today, and I, I blame it on like social media and society and just music. They make it very like you see him, you get him. He likes you. You like him. Now let's y'all move in together. Now um, let's worry about getting a baby where he can buy you and you being cute and, and y'all having these things. But there's no real foundation on why are y'all building and do y'all work. It's very like superficial to have these things to make your life look great when it's really not great. And that's mm -hmm. where women get fucked up in the head where you have a lot of single women right now that are in their 30s or their 40s or their 50s and they already have the wedding magazines picked out they already have the ring that they want they're already watching say yes to the dress they're already watching um you know women go to each other weddings and tell each other what they don't like and what they did like about their wedding but they don't have no man they don't have no relationship that's on, on the way to that wedding. And that's where society really fucks with women's heads now is they give you all the things that makes the marriage look great, but you don't even have the man to be in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And then when you, when you meet a man and he checks off a lot of the things that you want and you think you're compatible, you excuse all the cons that are major that he has because your your idea of what you want is so much bigger than what his cons could possibly be. And that's where they get themselves fucked up. Mm. I need a round of applause right now. I need anybody who just heard Shan as well as E. Ruth and our homegirl. Uh, what was her name again? I keep forgetting. It. Um, it's uh, uh, Nail Volutionist. Yeah, uh, Nail I need y'all to go ahead and give them a round of applause. I the women just, right now are speaking and we need to listen, period. I feel like no woman should have an opinion or state their opinion about the ring your man gave you. No woman should feel like they need to state their opinion about your wedding dress that you wanted to pick out for your wedding or, or mm. how you have your wedding set up. That's your shit. And if you're lucky, mm. I might invite you to my motherfucking wedding and my union with the people that I love that I'm inviting to my wedding. Like society gives 
other people too much fucking illusion of power and opinion to other people's happiness. That has nothing to do with you. Mm. That's okay. Mm. It's kind of like the same thing. Like I've met two people on just in commenting on Facebook that I added as my Facebook friends. And I had a rule. Like if I don't know you, we can't be friends, but (laughs) I had to come out of my shell and we just happened to just, they had different perspectives, but we all agreed in this, just different ways. And that was like really cool for me. And I, my husband kept telling me that too. Like, you need to go out there. You got to go out there and be on Twitter. Like you got to go out there and like talk to people. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, but it, it, it makes a difference. So it's just strange that people are literally online and not talking to each other because you can really get, meet some really great people just in conversation. And people used to hate, like I'm a person that I'm, obviously brevity is not my strongest suit. So I would, I'm pretty like wordy. I would put like hope my whole thought in one response comment and people don't like doing that. But now people, I see people are kind of coming along, coming along. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Mm. Though I admit my communication skills then were probably not as clear I was like really, really within my own head. So I was like saying it is much better than <laughs> writing it. Well, I can say it. I can write it better now. So I can say it better now. But I went through a struggle a little bit. So maybe it was me. I'm going to take some credit for that. I'm definitely not a people person. I like to be around my own people. Um, but with like IG, the podcast and people emailing me every other day, um, about a show or a segment. I don't mind talking to people in different avenues like email or whatever, but I'm not about to meet a complete stranger at a bar. I'm not about to have a lunch with a complete stranger because I'm very big on energy and I want to make sure I'm conserving what the fuck I need to conserve. Yeah. (laughs) Greg, soon as I encounter a guy that says something to me like, baby, you ain't never met a dude like me. My first question is, do you have a dick? He's like, yeah. Oh, well, so far you like 100 percent of the mofos that I've met before. (laughs) But keep going. Oh, shit. For me, E. Ruth, it's not until I meet a compatible person. It's just until I'm happy with exactly who I am. And then once I'm, and I am, by the who, I'm completely happy with me. Like I said, I'm a polyamorous black fine-ass female. And so I've done the inner work. I've been, I've played the bitch role. I've played the bitter woman role. I've played the over-accommodating woman role. I've played the victim role. I've played all a lot of roles because I'm a 48-year-old woman and because I've allowed myself to have experiences. See, a lot of times we're hiding from the hurt instead of handling the hurt. The only way that you can strengthen your heart, strengthen your resolve is if you exercise that muscle. But if you've been hiding away because you got hurt one time and you don't want to get hurt again, you're not exercising the muscle. That's why it's so weak. Mm. You better hear that. You better hear that. Yeah. Leontay, go to bed. I get my belt. No, I think so. I think to your point, she gets it is that all those scenarios you're, you're sharing, I think those are the inca- incompatible ones, right? Those are the ones where it just doesn't work. But on there's a flip side of that where it is more compatible and it can. So I think that 
you know, but that's the, those are the, that's the growing pains, <laughs> I guess you can call it. It's going to be the growing pains, all the incompatible ones. And so you get to like, oh, all right. I finally stopped bumping my head. I stopped busting my, I stopped being hardheaded. I finally listened to my mom telling me this, or I finally listened to this person, or I finally just got tired of being in this situation. So now I'm not going to put myself in this. I'm not going to repeat these behaviors that cause you to be in this situation again. And then I think that's when you grow fully into like who you are and you're like, okay, I'm an adult. Um, but you know, there's all kinds of like diverse ways I think about being, about getting to a place where you can become compatible with somebody. I don't think we just wake up and we're just compatible. I think it takes work. Agreed. I dig. Absolutely agree. Oh my God. I'm about to be him. Leontay. <laughs> Absolutely she gets it. It's once they figure out, and it's not even just about controlling their emotions, it's about controlling themselves, which, mm-hmm. you know, could be synonymous with controlling your emotions. But my thing is, you know what? I can play. See, what I personally think is that a lot of times, and I'm saying this as a woman, a lot of times women complain about the rules instead of just following them. Because they go to thing. If you master the rules, if a dude gives you the rules and you decide that you're going to stick around for it and you play the game by his rules, nine times out of 10, you're going to win the game. Because, see, they're citing those rules to you because they're, it's self-serving for them. But once you say, okay, that's what we could do. Oh, we could sleep with best friends? Oh, shit, I didn't know that because I've been eyeing yours for a while. And please believe he's been eyeing me. Girl. I just say, don't do nothing to me that you ain't prepared for me to do to you. Okay. There is not a such thing as a perfect marriage or perfect relationship. There's just not because people are not perfect. There just never is. And I think that's something that, you know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, you got to be this and you got to, yes, you got to be better than what you were. You got to be a lot better than what you were. If you're like a totally destructive person, you don't have any business being with anybody in any kind of relationship. Um, but, you know, human nature is going to do what it does. And, you know, body parts are going to supersede the heart <laughs> and the mind and things are going to go down. So that's kind of the thing that we can't get away from as being human beings. But um, I do think that we have to be, you know, just to, I think to a point, Shan, about meeting people where they are is that every that you're meeting people where they are and you might be in your incompatible moment to growing learning something like you're just supposed to be with each other for that moment to learn something and then you you know you yeah. go about your way it's just the the not knowing that is the problem yeah mm. thank y'all for listening and those of you who are still in here up with us if you like what you're listening, please clap. If you like who you're listening to, please follow. Please share it on your Twitter or in any thread feed on your media. We appreciate it. And thank you for keep listening to us. Next voice now. So I go by the nail evolutionist because I'm a nail tech and a nail educator, but you guys can just call me SJ. SJ. Okay. You know, the worst is when people get into relationships just to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, Body. I feel like some people just feel like with society, like, they need to be in a relationship. Yeah. And they will literally, like, ignore every red flag <laughs> and literally just focus on one good thing. And it's like, if you're going to get into a relationship, it's like, you got to really know when you get into it, like, that it's going to be worth your time because if it's not, you're just wasting your time 
And in the end, you're like, oh man, I wasted a good chunk of my time. And you know, time is precious in our lives. Let me tell you, it's so true what you just said about society trying to give like, you know, this is one thing I just, I can't like, we, we give value to whatever it is we actually really want to give value to, except for when it's done in a way where it's suppressive. Meaning like if you're an oppressed people, then you're likely not going to have much say over value. Although you can create value, that doesn't mean that somebody's going to come take it. Okay. So aside from that, <laughs> I just had to, that's was it was on my heart. Bear with me. Um, but I think that to your point about, um, I got to go, hold on. I lost it. Ah. <laughs> so I wrote a book a long time ago called Holy Shit Unicorns Do Exist and it's about online dating so I would like to share something from it if you don't mind okay week four was an awesome week for communication we talked about everything and nothing all at the same time we even spoke about our mutual love of the smoke I like the fact that he was just a real guy I think he appreciated the fact that I was just a real chick It could have been all an elaborate line coming from him, but his delivery was on point. We often joke now about whether or not he was really just trying to reel me in. Knowing him the way that I do at this point, I feel safe looking back and believing that our interaction was as casual for me as it was for him. Just because we were enjoying the exchange didn't mean that we had designs on one another. Enjoy people as they are moments. Yes. Talk about how miserable and lonely and independent and strong they are. In addition to being a good catch for any guy that knows how to treat a miserable, lonely, independent, strong lady that's already been through enough shit and can do all bad by herself. This is also the section where most guys, after sifting through the list of all the things that women like to do, modify and tweak their profiles so that they can look and sound like the perfect catch for the miserable, lonely, independent, strong ladies that have already been through some shit and can do bad all by themselves. With just enough of the truth thrown in to give it an even brighter splash of believability. It was fun to talk to my online buddy because he wasn't trying to impress me, nor I him. He was a cool dude that I could kick it with when I happened to log on. You should about to talk that shit. Yeah, I agree with you. You were saying that you were all these different kinds of women. That's the journey of being incompatible with people who are also incompatible. Until you get to what you said earlier, which is being compatible for yourself, where that it will align with somebody else who's compatible to you. So that's the point. Is that what I'm saying is that it's a journey like we all have to go on because that's just kind of what it is. And there's no way of escape. There's no way of escaping that. I think right now we're having a lot more conversations about honest, honesty. There are a lot of people who are. Um, in polygamous relationships, polyamorous, I've heard lately, but I've still have not fully uh, grasped what that is. Um, and that's not to be negative. I just, I, somebody talked me about that the other day and I was like, oh, or somebody mentioned it in one of our talks. And I was like, okay, because my thought was, you know, women should be able to be with whomever they want to be with and how many they want to be with, just like men can do. Um, mm-hmm. So I just was saying and thinking that, you know. Mm. 
people are all individual. We're all the, the product of our environment and our experiences and all that. And everybody is completely individual. So just the idea that there could be any kind of ground rules or, or parameters that any good relationship is going to fit in is just, is just it's, it, mathematically it doesn't work out. There is no set of rules. There's no, nothing's guaranteed. Nothing works. Nothing works. When it does work, when it is, you know, uh, a good relationship, it's pure luck that those two people happen to find each other. Because all the stuff about, you know, like I heard somebody speaking earlier about energy, you know, like when they, when they're, when they're dating somebody or whatever, like when you're in the process of like finding a partner, that initial meeting, all that, both people want it to work. There's a, there's already like a, you know, there's a, there's a, there's an energy there that both people want that to turn out well. Nobody goes on a date hoping it's going to fail. So even that is manipulated. Yeah, I wish people just mm-hmm. on dates with people with no expectation of what this is going to be. I feel like they'll be better off. I'm sorry, a couple of the recordings got erased and I know it just kind of jumped into me talking about, <laughs> you know, independent women. If you like, I'll read it again, but I won't inundate you guys with that. I just thought it was interesting because the book that I wrote, was back in 2012 about online dating. And it was about a relationship that I was in and it ended up being a five-year relationship. And we're still the best of friends to this day. And we met online. And so um, when she gets it, was talking about, you know, some of the signs and stuff, that particular excerpt in my book was just talking about, you know, what happens in that about me section, in that resume section, when we're, when we're giving mofos the recipe for yeah. exactly who we are, you know, and it, it, you know, that's a dangerous thing because it can put you in the line for victimhood. And like you said, you're trying to already, you know, dictate how somebody approaches you and what they do instead of just letting it happen or get. Yes. You have to see where people are at. Like potential is cool when you've already seen this person and spent this person, this time with this person to get in a relationship. Then you could talk about potential and then you can review, like you said, you know, three months ago you wanted to do this thing, but for the last three months you've been sitting here playing uh, your PlayStation. Like, I don't think this is what you really want because you're not putting in the work as to what you want to do. Same thing for people who always bring up um, in text or that infamous text that men hate. Um, So what are we doing? So like, what are we? If you're doing the actions of showing a person where they stand in your life, a woman should never come to you and be like, so what are we doing? So what are we? A man should never have to come to you if you're showing the action and effort into what you want. So what are we doing? So what are we? Like people get caught up in these titles. If you're over 25 and you're still claiming someone who's over 25 as your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your childish as shit. Because at Mm -hmm. that time, you're not looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You're looking for a companion that's equally motivated, equally busy, equally um, in a mindset of being better and setting up their next five years, their next 10 years. You're not looking for a boyfriend because you are not a boy. You are not a girl like y'all. Y'all have to step it up to a point where, okay, I can 
tell this person my thoughts, my goals, and I can depend on this person and we can grow together. I want him to be better. He wants me to be better. If it's not that, then you need to be completely by yourself and focus on the things that are going to make you a greater person. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say this. I haven't said much recently, but for the 17, the 21, actual, the 21 listeners who are in here, please go ahead and give us a clap. Give us a round of applause for the women who have literally left the voicemails, the men who have left the voicemails, more importantly, yourselves for being in here. Because there is a lot of good content, a lot of good game that you guys are all listening to right now. And it hasn't stopped. We have been on here for, honestly, we've been on here since yesterday. Since <laughs> yesterday, we've been on here. And right. the the women right now have literally given me so much information. I just, I've learned to just sit back and shut up. A lot of men need to do the same thing. Um, n- notice there haven't been a lot of men voicemails. There haven't been a lot of men yeah. opinions, um, which means that the women say what they mean and mean what they say. Um, and saying that, I would love to hear from the men at this point. I would love to hear from more women. Um, I want to obviously see the hand emojis. I love seeing those. When you guys clap, it makes me feel like a better man. Um, please go <laughs> ahead and clap it up. Um, there's 23 people in here. I don't see enough claps. Y'all are in here for a reason. The content <laughs> is here. I need you to be here. Be present. It is, what, what do you call that in like grade school? The uh, the attendance role, the roll call or whatever you want to call that shit. It is roll call time. I want to see y'all. I want to see the clap. Please. You are in here. You, you see this right now. They, they're talking. I see y'all. I see you right now. Don't leave. Go ahead. Make it clap. I need you to put your hands together and give us a round of applause. While we play this next voicemail, even while we're playing the voicemail, I want to see the round of applause. Let's get this going. She gets it. Do you know that I've I may have sent that text one time a so what are we doing type of text. I learned very quickly that if you give somebody else control to tell you what y'all doing, then you've already lost the game. You've already lost yourself because, again, you all shouldn't be dictating to one another. You should be checking yourself. He or she should be checking herself. You should be deciding for yourself what's happening. I've learned, you know, since asking that question long time ago, that I don't really need to know your opinion on what's happening. If I'm not feeling how I need to feel, I'm going to tell you that in a calm way because I'm a calm type of chick. And then I'm going to give you an opportunity to, you know, modify whatever it is. And if you don't, then I may just have to move on. You know, I'm going to go where my energy is taking me. And that's just how I did. You have to allow men to show you where you are in their life and where you stand. um, Number three, third ex, um, we were good friends before in college. And I knew he liked me. Um, while I was in a relationship, but we were just friends, so I never entertained it. And then when I wasn't in that relationship, we were still friends, but our mannerisms around each other screamed to everybody around us that we were in a relationship, but we were Mm -hmm. never like huggy. We never kissed on each other. We were very like, you know, give me at least three feet in between when we walk you know, I'll go with you to go shop for your apartment, but we're not in a relationship. But if I was like getting out the truck, he'll get the door. Um, when we would eat, he will pull out the chair. But we were never in the relationship yet. 
same thing about you and the person that you are interested in. A man is going to do the actions that is going to show you where they would like you to be in their life. Mm-hmm. A woman is going to make space for you. She's going to make time for you. And she's going to put in the efforts to show you where she belongs in your life. Now, if you don't want to see it, that's your problem. If you don't want to listen to it, that's your problem. If you don't want to um, like prove it to yourself, like these are the facts. And if you don't have the balls to ask them, um, hey, this was on my mind. I, I've seen that you've been doing this more often. I appreciate it. If y'all not going to have that conversation, that's also your answer. Like, don't waste your time and then turn around and blame an individual that was, um, you know, living off of the time you've invested and be mad at them that the outcome was not what you wanted because you didn't open your mouth and say that this is what I want. But talk that shit. So it's in something like if you're honest with each other about what your shortcomings are fully. Yes. You know what your strengths are and what you plan on trying to help each other build upon then there can be success. And I, and I think this is like a beautiful conversation because we're all talking from our, our, our experiences, which is coming with a lot of wisdom for, you know, what that looks like, depending on whoever's listening right now. You know, somebody might be on one part of their journey and then who knows, a, a week from now, they'll be like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. And then a month from now, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, what, um, JS? Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. Um, <laughs> SJ, I think. Oh, sorry, uh, Please, SJ. I want to get my nail, nail Um yeah. Was saying too, and the what she gets it is saying too. It's like it's all hitting at different part, different places of a woman's life. Um, and so I just think it's um, it's a beautiful conversation about being a woman. <laughs> oddly enough, thank you. Yes. Hey, okay, you know I'm new to this, so I'm checking out. You know the show was pretty cool, um, but we all not putting into consideration that everybody' mental capacity is not on the same level. Like there are some people who is bipolar or depressed. Um, you know, you have to put that in consideration. You know, with the people because not all people are on the same level mentally. So yeah, you can say, oh yeah, me we talking we get to know each other but that person may not be mentally on the level that you are so you know that's gonna you know bring a different situation with the person because you could be having all the good vibes and good energy but if that person has some kind of mental issue it's going to throw everything completely off I completely agree with you my black ass it seems like i'm talking yeah. about my i'm not oh, I mentioned that earlier where i said People have to mentally and emotionally be on a level where you're compatible, but you weren't in here yet. But also what he's saying mentally, you have to think about that. And I tell men who are in their 30s and they're dating 21 year olds, like you have to have the patience shit because they are in a lifetime of not having to know and don't know. And if you're not willing to train and correct then you're wasting your time. People who are with people that are 15 years older than them, y'all have like a, a decade and then some of difference. So that person is going to have have to have enough patience for you. My parents were 30 years apart. 
What the fuck do they have in common? I have no idea, but they made a relationship, a marriage work for 13 years. It's, 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 you have to know who you're dealing with and where they're mentally at and how you have to deal with them in a relationship if you can honestly do it. The issue is a lot of people are lying and doing things on the side and then giving this illusion that you work and you don't work. The relationship has to be 100, 100. 50, 50 is no longer acceptable because you're only giving someone half of you and they're only giving you half of them. So you have to be willing to commit yourself to the full thing. And by committing yourself to the full thing, the man must assume the role to give the woman a plan and the plan must validate their actions. And so to be honest with you, you know, as a mental health counselor, you know, sitting in with the youth, sitting in I'm with through. parents, you know, I'm a lot through. of a lot of young people, they they want things now and they don't realize, you know, we have to get back to the old ways of essentially, you know, courting one another as opposed to hooking up and Netflix and chill yeah. and then finding out, you know, it's more to life than just laying up. And bussing, you know, nuts. You got to really invest in one another, a hundred and a hundred. Be business partners. Yeah. I'm going to get real honest with y'all right now. I just told my dude a couple days before uh, Thanksgiving that uh, since the only thing that he felt that he needed to drop off, to drop by my house was dick, that he could take that wherever he was taking his time and his money. I mean, because, and, you know, his patterns started to change. See, women, we notice patterns. Now, yeah. I don't know if men notice patterns. I'm going to go on ahead and let Hey Greg talk about that because far be it for me to talk oh, about what a man knows and what he don't know. I know that one don't notice patterns, but I do. And so mm. over the last three months, the behaviors changed. At this point, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't give a fuck why the behavior changed. It either changes back or I change. But what has been established is um, I will no longer be fucking you until I feel how I need to feel. Yes. That is law. I have nothing to say. The reason why I don't have anything to say is because I absolutely agree. Like, you know, like how women know, men know as well, Like. But, I mean, you're just a human at the end of the day. You know for a fact that that person, they're not fulfilling something and they're acting differently. They're a little bit more colder. They're a little bit more distant. Once you start seeing things like that, you're like, you know what? Wait a minute. Um, The person you were a month ago, you're not them today. Um, I need you to fix that. I need you to correct that. And more importantly, until you do, you don't get none of this. All this energy that you had a month ago, it's, it's not here anymore. Um, I, I've definitely felt that way previously. I've felt that way a, a lot of times. Um, I've given that energy because, you know, it just is what it is. But as a guy, as a man, um, it's weird because we we want things and we want them often. But women, I, I guess, like they can just read us a mile away. Like they know this, for a fact that the energy's off and they're like, you know what? Nah, like he's getting no pussy tonight. Okay, cool. Okay. For me, I don't like repeat myself. So if I notice something or you do something and I have a discussion with you politely mm-hmm. and I don't like this and I'm not going to repeat myself about this thing, I don't want to have this conversation again. 
and you do it, I'm not going to mention it again. I'm going to pull all the way the fuck back. And you can be like, you know what? You didn't call me today. You ain't texted me today. You know what? I haven't heard from you in two weeks. And I'll be like, oh. And then you'll be like, um, well, I guess you mad at me. I'm just like, I'm not mad. And and it's gonna. I'm like, okay, she comfortable not talking to me. She comfortable not seeing me. I know we haven't fucked. You must be fucking somebody. I'm definitely not fucking anybody, and I don't need to fuck you to be around you either. That shit is gonna make them be like, okay, well, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened is don't listen to shit. (laughs) What? You better cut that shit out. You better cut that shit out. Don't get my no friend asked me, well, what if he decides to go somewhere else? Well, bitch, then he just decides to go somewhere else. See what right. need what has to happen. And I'm just gonna talk about for me. No, fuck that. I'm gonna talk about it for women too. What has to happen is you have to stop being afraid to lose a mofo. Yes. You have to stop being afraid for a motherfucker to walk out the door. Yes. But that takes knowing who you are. See, a woman ain't gonna never be stuck. Not one that knows herself. Because, see, a broken heart is bad enough to get over. But if you broke, too, and if you was dependent on this person to do stuff for you because you didn't have your own, a broken heart is devastating to get over. But when your bank account is right, when your bills is right, when everything else is going okay, you can now just, you know, go ahead and have your little cry moment about that broken heart, honey, and get your shit together. But, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to set your standard and you have to stick to it. Cannot backpedal can't backpedal mm-hmm. she's speaking words tonight <sighs> would you stop this is exactly why we need free access to mental health care in this country so that people can easily go get the help that they need because people need help out here to get themselves together um that would help us deal with this toxicity that people are dealing with for whatever the reasons are um but I don't know if people who are going through that much toxicity should just be in relationships and yet to kind of put up with them. Like, no. somebody should tell them, you need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You need to do that solo dolo. So here's my philosophy on that. She gets it. I am, I figure in any ball game, three strikes and you're out. So I give oh, you four. At the fourth one, that's when we go ahead and have that conversation about, I'm going to go ahead and keep your favorite porn star locked up since you keeping my favorite everything locked up. How about that? Now, he has a choice. It isn't an ultimatum. I'm telling him about a decision that's being made. He can do whatever he wants to do. He can fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah. Again, not his job to make me happy. It's my job to make me happy. So once I've discussed it and it has fallen on deaf ears and he told me, well, I know you think it fell on deaf ears, but I heard everything you said. I said, oh, so that just means it fell on deaf actions. Well, that's even worse. So we've reached an impasse. Oh, you wouldn't believe how quick he wanted to change things and fix shit. Listen, absolutely. Oh, me. Um, You did bring it up twice, but. You just got to keep reminding me that's the type of person I am. I said, if I got to keep reminding you, you didn't want to do it in the first place, which nice. makes you a fucking liar, which means mm-hmm. I don't need to be bitch in the first place. So I'm great. I'm not reminding a grown man to do something you said you would do. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. 
Facts. So in conclusion, anything you would like to say about compatibility, about... Um, wrong, I, I don't... I like don't have anything... I don't have anything about compatibility. I feel like I said enough about that, but I definitely have something for that last segment of yours. I, okay. I definitely have some fire for that last segment, but anybody else who has a comment, um, first and foremost, I need you to go ahead and give the round of applause, please. Um, like I said before, and I'll continuously say, that is the reason why we are here. We give you guys the content. All we want you to do is Give us a round of applause. Go ahead and clap it up if you are enjoying the content. You're in here. Why not? Like, all you have to do is press a button and just continuously press it. It, it does so much. It does so, so much. Champ, um, what else do you have before we get to this next topic? Um, I don't have anything else. Let's just get into the next topic. Okay. You ready? Oh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than ready. Um, do you want me to... You want me to take this over? I don't mind. Um, so I guess, I guess the next segment is what's the best thing about being in love? Right. Because you win it to win it. But go ahead and tell us. <laughs> um, I ain't me, my socks right now. Let's oh, go. Lord. So the best thing for me about being in love is no matter what you're a team and you have somebody to lean on through all the rough times. Um, for me, that right there is paramount being able to know for a fact that no matter your family, your friends, your brother, your sister, your cousin, that person that you are in love with is attached to you, not only emotionally, spiritually, physically, Emotional, all, all that, all the shleys, like they're there. Um, I knew this personally, but the pandemic itself, um, it kind of escalated my love and my concern for my personal spouse and our ability to learn our love language all over again. Um, a lot of people don't know their love language, and even more people have never been in love. So the fact that when people talk about the best thing about being in love is you have to identify and you have to come to the conclusion of who you are as a person. I'm a, I'm a fan. And more importantly, I'm a, like, I'm a person that will say that you can't be in love with anyone if you're not in love with yourself. And right. anybody who tells you any different is a liar. Like I've never known a person who says, you know what? I love that person, but they don't love themselves. It's, it's not true. It's not, present it can't happen so you know the best thing for me obviously is what i said um but when you are in love you feel as though it, it it's yours um and you can binge on it like it's the one thing in the world that it comes carb free there's no sugars there's no carbs there's no none of that shit um it, it's just you it's healthy it's the one thing in the world that you don't there, there's no like there's no minus there's no con to it Love is love. And you know for a fact that if you have it, it's yours. Nobody can take it from you. The only way that you can lose that love is you. And that's just it. So other than that, like having somebody to rely on, like a lot of people in 2020, you know, you might be quarantined, you might be by yourself and stuff, you know, stuff like that. But you know for a fact that there's somebody that if they do love you, they'll reach out. 
And this isn't just like a relationship. This is family. These are friends. These are your peers. These are people that you care about. Um, but in terms of being in love, you know, you know, the moment, you know, the second, like, I remember when I fell in love, I'm sure anybody else that's listening to this, the 19 listeners, they know the first time they fell in love. They know if they're in love right now. Um, shout out to E. Ruth. I know she's in love right now. Um, Nail, like I know for a fact that SJ, if she's not in love right now, she's going to be. I know she is. Um, <laughs> Shan, I know for a fact. Shan's been in love. I know for a fact she is going to love. And more importantly, she's a loving individual. That is what love means. So the best thing about being in love is for me, number one, acknowledging the love. So if you can't acknowledge it, you can't have it. So it has to be present, meaning have to know and acknowledge that it's there. Shan, what about you? Um, what do I enjoy or what's the best thing about being in love? Just being in the essence of peace and um peace with somebody you actually enjoy being around. I uh like sharing complete silence with the person I'm in love with. Um, or just being in the essence of that thing that they love. Mm-hmm. Uh it is and not saying shit not touching shit just being within that room or that space a lot of things that people today take for granted is just going by somebody's house and sitting outside and just talking you don't have no phones you don't have no devices you don't have to go out on this fancy ass dinner. You could just sit outside and talk and just beam discussions off of each other back and forth, back and forth and forget about the time. Time does not exist when I'm in love with a person, which is mm. scary. Um, fast forwarding to my life now where two other mini midget people um, depend on me. So I don't know what that's like to be in love and also have my children because I've never had to balance that out um, to the point where it gets crazy. But um, hopefully my life gets a bit more easier and clearer where I can set aside time for me, my person and my kids and just me. I think that's very important where people get in relationships and it becomes you know, work needs them, their family needs them, the person that they're in a relationship needs them, but they forget that they need them. You forget that you need like your day of having to depend on nobody and nobody needs you or having a few hours, maybe eight hours of the day where you don't have to text anybody, you don't have to check in with anybody, you don't have to go pick up anybody and just be within your own thoughts to check in and be like, well, how the fuck am I feeling? Mm. Well, did I did I actually like the way um, that he uh, did that? You know, position the other night. Did I like the oh, way that he, did I like the way that he talked to me in front of his mama the other day? Did I um, appreciate the conversation that I had with uh, my child's father the other day? Or was her teacher trying to be slick and say something about my child in this meeting? Like, you really need to go through your thoughts and digest your thoughts without you solely being dependent on this other person that you're with or worried about, well, I wonder who he's texting when he, when he's not texting me. Or I wonder, you know, how long does it take him to get from work and home? Because I feel like it took him a little too long. What was he doing? Like 
stop trying to control every part of your life and the people that allow you to be a part of their lives and just live your life because whatever is truth will show itself. Mm. Talking nothing but the gospel. But next voicemail. Correct. We had to have that conversation, you know, because he told me that, you know, well, I just need you to have some patience. Let me tell you something, nigga. Um, (laughs) How many times do you get to not go through with your words before your words don't mean shit? Yeah. Just in case you don't have a number, it's four. Mm -hmm. I was like, so... And you're at five as far as I'm concerned, because I shouldn't even have to tell you we too damn old for me to have to tell you this. You giving me side chick vibes is what's going on. And we gonna have a real problem with that. okay? because, you know, he was giving me that excuse. Can't spend time because he's working, can't contribute because they messing with his pay. Nigga, you own your own company. How about this (laughs) now? You know, you know what? At the end of the day. Women would really just like to be able to share some pussy and not feel like an idiot about it. And y'all yeah. are good at making us feel like idiots. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clap it up for it, her, please. Yeah, clap it up, please. Like, Honestly, that was, the most, that was the most truthful statement I've heard in months. I need y'all to clap it up. There are 21 of y'all in here right now. You better clap it up. I'm going to be so upset if you do not clap to that truth. Right now, that is nothing but fact. Absolutely nothing but fact. But they always making women feel stupid about giving men pussy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Us men, I uh, I, I almost, I I went there for a second. I had to stop. I had to realize, like, hey, I got the ring on. But uh, a lot of us (laughs) men, (laughs) a lot of us men, we love pussy. Trust me. I love pussy. I, I love the pussy that I have that I, you know, that I claim as mine. Yeah. Men, we love pussy. Um, but I ain't gonna say too much more. I think it's time for a roll call, though. I, I definitely think it's time for a roll call. All right, let's do it. We gotta do a roll call. Kevin, up in this piece. Y'all gonna be tired in the morning. Don't blame me, mm. please. E. Ruth, Dumpster Fire, Mozzie Doll. I'm C Fly, what's up? Me, yum yum, what's up? Subway sexes, you come in here moaning one more again and I'm gonna knock you out. Um <laughs> Stacks, I Harper. Let's see, who else we got? Dave got 25, what's up? Batmom, what's up? Sarah Heron, what's up? Lil Shit, what's up? Just there 144. Who we got? Who we got? Alohiheim, Alohiheim, I think that's his name. Left a message. Okay, we go and check it. Who else? Winter Pain, left a message. We go and check it. Let's see. Just Emma, Chris, Grich, I think that's how you say it. Florida Woman, be safe. Uh, Ms. Mm-hmm. Young Team, Q, what's up? Um, I Fake Me. What's up? Brownie Queen, Demi Grage, Shadow 777, Sunglass Pimp, What's Good, Angel Cruz, Sapphire, who else we got? Dragonfly, What's Good, Weird Chick, What's Up, Pickled, Detroit, mm-hmm. Troy Relax, Street Therapy, hmm, 
Shelly Boy, King Shabby, Red31, what's good? Reggie R, King Shad, Lil Ruski, Picasso Milano, what's up? Dr. Booty, is it fat? Dr. Booty, is it fat? (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Booty, Amazing D, is it? Glamour Girl, Faye. There's so many people in here. Thank you for checking in and checking out this yeah. show. Let me get these so, voicemails over here. So hold on, before you play that voice, a lot of people don't know that they can have more than one love language. Um, I do mine in a hierarchy. My love languages, you know, I rank them um, in order of importance. And so, you know, a lot of people think that they have to. Well, I think that a lot of people think this, that they have to be one or the other. We are a mixture of all things, you know. And so of the love languages, I know that my first two are words of affirmation and acts of service. So whenever your words and your actions is off, we're going to have a real big problem. My love tank is all the way down to zero. The more times you go back on your word, you know, as far as your actions are concerned, then you just, you tap in that tank, boo. And the worst thing to do is to let me get used to you not coming through. Because then I don't want you to no more. And I respect you. I'm not going to mean shit. And I'm not going to be excited when you do come through. I'm just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. I think it's when you can have a discussion and not an argument. Is when Yay. you know that you're in love. Watch you know, your when tone. you respect your each other's you respect your you, you respect the consequence of your emotions. Uh-huh. Let me say that again. You respect the consequences I of your emotions because you understand how your emotions can be powerful and how they can actually hurt. And you don't want to hurt. That's not the goal in, in growing. The goal is not to hurt. The goal is to tell the truth, but in a way that is clear and and then you know step away for a little bit to allow the person to try to live up to that and then also be true honest about yourself and knowing that you know you two are falling short as well but you both owe it to each other to hold each other accountable and I think that kind of trust is something that is so it's once you understand how to attain it because you have to work towards attaining it it's it's great Mm. A lot of people, you could test their maturity um, by how you have arguments Um, or something that didn't start as an argument. It could have just been a conversation turned into an argument when they automatically feel defensive or when they um, use jabs instead of let's talk about the issue that's on the table. It tells you a lot about their maturity and a lot of people are not ready or mature enough to have a discussion, especially if they were brought up in a household where um, men talked at women or demanded women Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, tear them down to make them feel like they are right. And women who scream or throw or put their hands on or spit on, like you have to be mindful that you're showing up and whoever is watching, even the kids that is watching to think that's how you have a conversation. Like even me, sometimes I'll be in here yelling at, um, you know, Ari for doing something because she's really hard headed. And I'll see Anya like in the room yelling at Ari. I'm just like, you and her mom, don't be yelling at my kids like that. But she's 
doing it because she sees me doing it. So I have to be um, more aware that I'm being an example for all of them, not just a mom telling my kids, you know, what to do or how to do it. It's really about how I show up in my frustration to give my kids the example of how to treat other people. Bingo. Bingo. I'm always in love, baby. I am polyamorous. So (laughs) I'm always in love because I love myself. So, but here's the thing, you know, I don't really have, you know, relationship issues. The thing that I share with you guys, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's not an issue for me. That's not a sign of any type of failure or any type of, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, what can happen in the human condition. You know, people can take you for granted a lot. And sometimes they don't know that they're taking you for granted. Most of the time they do. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's why I give the discussions first, because just in case you didn't know, let me go ahead and let you know. And then I got to make sure that I'm still doing right shit so that, you know, when I bring it up to you, you ain't got no excuses because most mofos, they don't want to take responsibility for the things that they're doing that aren't right in the relationship that's making you feel some type of way. And you know that when they immediately go to what you ain't doing. Yes. Yes. Yes, I want to wear her on a t-shirt and I want the t-shirt to talk. <laughs> she gets it. I have this conversation with my son all the time. My son is 27 and he's an actor yes. in L.A. And he has this beautiful girlfriend and he calls me and he talks to me. And so, you know, I need to make sure that I'm being fair to him and and telling him, you know, both perspectives. So I try to make sure that at the same time, that I'm trying to explain to him what, you know, this young lady's thought process may be because I've been her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I also need him to understand and remember that while he's considering the feelings of the relationship, that hers aren't the only ones that are important. I want him to be a gentleman. I want him to be considerate. And I want him, you know, to be cognizant of her feelings, but I also want him to remember that he has feelings too and that his feelings matter and that he gets to express his as well and she needs to listen. Yes. Come on, give that son that game. I wish there were more moms out here giving their sons um, smart and healthy ways of dealing with women and not a lot of moms out here telling their sons how to treat these hoes and these bees. Like, why do they have to be that? Why can't it just be the girl that he's with that's dating your son? You gotta be better. Hey, homies. I don't know if this is theory or not, but your your topic is still showing how how do you know if they're compatible? And I think you all started asking the question, how do you know if you're in love? To which I will also just add to the what you all were talking about was um you know just the idea of being in love with yourself is really actually very important um but not in a vain way not in a, a narcissistic way it means like you're not challenging yourself you're not fighting yourself you're not telling yourself that you're not good enough you're not doing the self deceit you're not doing self doubt that is what it means to like really kind of really love yourself. You, you're self-assured. You're not going to allow someone to disturb your peace because you know what your peace is. 
I think that kind of love is something that's so comforting because then you can properly, I think, love others and receive love too. But it does take a long time. Yeah, um, Ruth. Yeah, that's one of the questions I had under the topic. So I don't really want to change the um, title yet because this is going to be the last thing we discuss because I don't want to keep y'all up. Um, I should be doing another show later tonight with Drake from Everything Culture. So I don't want to stay up too much. And then Greg and I will be back um, tomorrow on Sunday to do another show. But yeah, man, all of that is correct. I mean, if you break down the word relationship, the key phrase in there is relate. You know, so somebody that's supposed to be on the same level with you in a relationship should be able to relate to your life events so as you should be to theirs and then find common ground so that way you guys can compromise instead of trying to adapt. Correct. Hey, but you got to look at the key word in relationship is relate. You know what I'm saying? So... Dudes want it. They'll lie to get it. They'll say what they need to say to get it. Make any promise they need to make to get it. And then when we believe them and give it to them, it becomes a ha ha ha. You should. That's your stupid ass fault. Like I said, we just 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 like seriously, just taking all the other fucking bullshit off the table. I want to be able to share with you what I want to share with you, what you asking me to share with you without feeling like a fucking idiot. I don't know if y'all could tell I'm a nerd. I am a nerd to my heart. I'm a nail tech. I'm a nail tech instructor. I have my own line of products. Like I formulate my, I am a nerd. Mm -hmm. So for a nerd to be made to feel stupid after she's done her research and all this stuff. See, that's a dangerous place to be, but y'all want to, but you wonder why women are so tight-legged about it because y'all don't know how to fucking act yeah we um wasting time time you could be spending on your shit making you better <laughs> ruth I, I i love where you go with that honey but let me tell you something you when once you love somebody once your heart is involved honey they <laughs> will make you want to slit their throat at the dinner table in front of their mama okay you love your kids and you want to choke them out. Yes. So no, we have to, we have to not, you know, and I, I'm not saying this for you, baby. So please don't take what I'm about to say as a personal attack. This is not you. I'm just saying in general, we have to get out of the fairy tale of what love is. Love is an emotion that wants to exist and it doesn't care what you got to go through for it to exist. Love doesn't love you back. So that's why you have to love you. You have to love you enough not to get so caught up in your love for somebody else that you lose yourself. And when you start saying things like, well, if you don't argue y'all in love, do you know that you would get the most heated in your life with a mofo that you love? Right. That's because you love them. When I when I don't love people and I don't care, I don't even give you the energy of a discussion or an argument. I'm not going to say nothing. I will let you drive 30 minutes in the wrong direction just so you can feel like you are correct. So don't, don't, don't get twisted. Uh, so for me, you know, being able to discuss 
an issue instead of argue about an issue isn't a sign of whether you're in love with him because I can discuss the issue with my boss at work. I don't love that bitch. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that being able to discuss versus argue is a sign of maturity. Yes. It's a sign of your growth. Yes. Um, because, and, you know, you can't argue by yourself. That's why, you know, like I said, I gave him, you know, because once you tell someone that something is going on with you, you do have to give them time to fix it unless you fed up. But, you know, that's why with the situation that I shared with you, we'd spoken four times about it and I was calm and I was nice and it was honey dripping off my lips and shit when I said it. That's why he didn't hear it. It's not about men don't hear. It's they hear as long as they still getting pussy, they don't care. You got to hit them with. Yes. Don't be talking to them while they in the pussy either because they be lying. Uh, just to clarify, um, there's arguments that are destructive and then there's discussions that are productive. So, yes, um, yes I've had we've you know, you should definitely have discussions where people actually talk to each other. But arguing is can get it can get it can go it can go it can go in places it shouldn't go um right. so out of respect because i know my emotions and i can get pretty hot um right. i'd rather have a discussion even if it gets a little you know frustrating but it's a discussion that everybody says what they need to say respectfully rather than it being well you ain't sh- and you ain't sh-. like that's what i see as an argument because that's what i grew up in my household it was just like like it always turned violent yeah arguments never went you know discussions stayed as a discussion so okay so i have a question what um what is the correct amount of time or how do you know the correct amount of time to give someone to give their feedback to a discussion or disagreement so for instance let's say the person that you're in a relationship with, y'all have a disagreement or um, an argument and you said whatever you needed to say, but this person is not, your person is not ready to talk. What is a respectable, fair time frame to give them to respond to everything and all the energy was given? I think people struggle with that and the demand of wanting a response or an answer or reaction can become selfish, but I feel like people do deserve their time to digest information that was sent to them. So I'm just asking people's opinions. What's the correct time frame for that? In 11 years of marriage with my ex-husband, we did argue, and he would tell me that I would be picking a fight when I stood my line and said something was appropriate, like, you know, his hand up his coworker's skirt, for instance. So, you know, picking a fight or um, arguing isn't always an argument. It might be an argument perceived by somebody else, but because somebody's standing for what is right for them and showing their own self-love and won't let you cross a boundary isn't an argument. It just means it's no longer up for discussion because mm-hmm. they love themselves that much. So please like, know that there's a difference of an argument and standing your ground for what you know is right and what is your self-respect and dignity. 
Yes, I like that. Hey, Ruth, girl, I am so with you. Listen, I would always rather have a discussion. That's always, I am a mature adult woman who takes care of her own shit. So, yes, I am with you, baby, because, you know, I can go there, too. But here's what I found out, E. Ruth, and for anybody else who's listening. So I suffer from anxiety and depression. I'm also a Navy veteran. So there's some PSD going PSTD going on and you know I'm a black woman in this country so there's just inherent PSTD so um post-traumatic PTSD that's what I'm trying to say (laughs) but here's what I found sometimes and just sometimes sometimes you got to let a mofo see how crazy shit can get so that they appreciate a little better the fact that you don't take it there all the fucking time I've had to do that Yes, that is true. Thank you guys for listening. Please clap it up. Please share it if you like what you're hearing and things. Next voicemail. And if you haven't left a voicemail, let's let's speak. Who are you? Why are you listening? What do you have to add to the table? Listen, if you come in here and you don't learn something, maybe because you haven't spoken, speak. For for us, like one thing that my mother in law always told us was never go to bed angry. Yeah, and I I, I stuck I, that stuck with me because I figured she didn't tell me anything else. <laughs> it was a one little piece of advice she gave. So one thing she said, and that lady, she always has some advice to give us. She just said that, and we always make sure that before, even if we've gotten to a, a discussion that was you know pretty passionate, um, you know we just pause and just I go take my time away. He takes his time away. But before we go to sleep, before we lay our heads down, we tr- talk it out. We really like, all right, simmer down a little bit and talk it out. So it doesn't turn into days on end of me actually really being upset. Now I'm, now I'm thinking about other stuff. And I'm like, nah, you know what? I, you know, I should have packed my bag a couple months ago. You know, I, that, 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 I, you want to avert that. <laughs> so um, I think the night, give it, you have to give it, you have to get it resolved by the a correct time frame, you know, you got to give your partner, you hear me, they space, you hear me, at that time, they think it's best for them to speak on it, or think they could think about their process, their thinking process, to respond and talk to with the other partner. Because sometimes I think, you know, like you said, you know, it might seem selfish, but I mean... Down, 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 deep down, bottom line, ain't selfish, but to be real with you, it's worth to try, especially if that partner, you know, trying their best and their hardest to, like, keep you tame and keep you there and make sure, you know, you you in one, and they gonna give you that time to do what you gotta do, but on the other hand, it's always best for them two partners to try to find something they can get clash and get something stable and get something good and get some done hmm. hey young og 504 giving us facts from a male perspective i appreciate it thank you you know what she gets it you know i haven't i'm real new to this platform this is like my second time up here and i'm thinking i might want to do a show yay yeah, i'm thinking i might want to <laughs> Let me know. 
really have a quote-unquote time frame um it's when i'm done waiting is when we gotta have the next discussion and so that's something that's gauged by exactly what the issue is there are some things that i probably will give a little bit longer to rectify and fix the other things so i don't have a definitive answer like i said i go where my energy takes me and you know um, how I'm feeling is how I'm feeling. I'm going to give you some time, but if I don't, like I said, it, it, it just depends on what the issue is. Like with the situation that I've been sharing with you guys, um, I've already reached the point where, like we said earlier, I don't even care if he come over because he done got me so used to him not coming through. That's going to be more of an issue for him than it will be for me. Um, but I don't know how long he has to fix it. I don't. Man, what we got to do is stop starting habits that you're going to make the person that you actually want get used to you doing or not doing because they're no longer going to be excited. And then you're going to be left to figure out, like, what can you do to gain their attention or the the appeal of this relationship you gave? And you got to focus in and be like, OK, so this person is bored, like. Um, how do you check yourself in your relationship to keep your relationship? So let's shift the topic. How do you check yourself in your ship? Do you sink your ship or not? So how do you check yourself in your ship? Because I think it's important to know when not to type that essay and send to the person you're with. I think it's important not to say what's directly like on your chest or on your mind because you're upset or you're mad. And people will say this all the time. Don't talk when you're mad or don't say anything when you're mad. But when you're in it, it's kind of like you're blindsided or you're just in like this rage. I know how I am when I'm irritated and everything I'm thinking. It's, it just sounds like it's what makes sense. It has to be what this is. And then you don't sit enough to look at it from the next person's perspective and be like, you know what? They could have probably thought that this, the way that I said it or the way that I texted it or um, the fact that I didn't tell them that it had to be today. I just told them that it was due today when it really should have been paid yesterday so it can be on today. Like the way that you say things, misinterpreting things can be like a big chunk of your issue where the only thing that's going to save you with your person is learning how your person needs to be talked to, how your person would like to be approached, how your person... um can comprehend correction. A lot of people might um, have triggers from growing up with a certain parent that talked to them a certain way, or they might flinch if you raise your voice and you don't know what that's from. So you really have to understand how to check yourself um, in your ship. My mother, my mother. Oh my God. 
And you have to be honest with yourself. Checking yourself is all about your honor system with yourself. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this book. It's called The Four Agreements by Paulo Coelho. And no, that's not Paulo Coelho. That's the alchemist. Um, Where's my? I'll pen? get it in my in my mind again. But it's called The Four Agreements. It's available on um, uh, Amazon um, and on audiobooks. But the very first thing talks about being impeccable with your word. And it's not just about being impeccable with your word to other people. You first have to start off being impeccable with your words to yourself. You have checking yourself involves doing the truthful checks and balances of what makes you happy, what does not make you happy. Um, because you got to know if you can provide the things that make you happy before you can try to provide what makes someone else happy. I agree. I have to scroll check my topic. Hold on. Um, you you can't ask anybody to make you happy if you don't know how to make you happy. How how do you check you in your shit? There you go. Um. Yeah, you have to know how to please you before you tell somebody to please you. Like right now, this year, I didn't fuck anybody this year, but I have my own vibrator. But then I can explore what I would want sexually to be able to tell the next person, this is what I like and this is what I absolutely hate. So I can't go to a man and be like, you have to come please me. Well, how do you like to be pleased? I don't know. Press the buttons and figure me out. Like I can't approach nobody like that. So it is really about you knowing yourself well enough to explain to a person to be like, hey, this is what what works when I'm in this mood or when I'm upset or when I'm feeling sad or uh, I'm in this mood, this is what's going to help me out of this mood. I don't want to be talked to, or I do want to be talked to, or you can come over and you can sit on the couch, but I really don't need you demanding answers or why I'm in the mood that I'm in. I'll tell you over time. All of that is about knowing who the hell you are and how you work so you can work with the next person. Check myself and my shit. Well, I know I get close to my errors and I cancel them bitches. Because them errors might don't be the errors I need to take. I mean, they do better on set my ship so my ship won't sink. But you got a lot of people should be sinking here because they don't think about their errors that they about to head into or go towards to. But to be real with you, avoid sinking your ship is avoid not sinking your errors because you know your errors could be your downfall too. Yeah. And a lot of people think errors could be another person's fault. But to be real with you, it could be their fault. Yeah. But they probably won't see it as their fault. They'll see it as the other person's visual fault. But to be real with you, the best thing to do, avoid sinking your ship, is make sure you build that bitch up and keep that bitch on top every time. Mm. That's why I watch a lot of mob movies or um, documentaries on like big time like dealers and how they came up and 
where they was from because there's usually only three things or four things that is a downfall of people really being on top of their shit. And it's pussy or it's jealousy or it's um, giving certain people that they grew up with too many chances and they're sloppy and they fucked the whole thing up for everybody. Those three things has always been the downfall of of men in the past in history that have figured out the jug and they'll come up for their families and their communities and um, just dealing with this uh, this drug game or uh, whatever they selling for the come up in this dirty place we call America. So yes, that's why I watch them things. Girl, you look like a... Uh, oh, my God. I think it's just, it's a... Uh, I think you have to understand other people a little bit to understand yourself, too. Like, I think you have to be a little bit critical of other people, maybe a little more judgmental, so that you can also ask yourself, am I doing the same thing, too? Like, am I being a hypocrite? You know, at least that's how I try to check myself, is I try to ask myself, like, why is it? Why is what this person is doing bothering me so much? And then I try to think, like, am I doing it? I'm probably doing it. <laughs> and then I'll and I'll try to and then I'll correct myself. So um, I often try to put the mirror up by by what whatever come whatever comes back to me based off of the finger that I'm pointing. You know, whatever that whatever that looks like to me, I, I try to say, okay, let me find let me find what that is in in in, in me, and that that helps me a lot because then I can have the empathy and the compassion I need to have for other people so I can listen a little better and hopefully learn something too. Right. Also, when it comes to speaking to my person, you know, I do agree that you need to figure out, you know, what, how, what is effective with your person because I am one for effective communication. Having said that, I speak to my person in the way that I expect him to speak to me. I respect this person, so I'm not ever trying to be disrespectful. When I come with a problem, it really is with the intention of solving that problem. It can go awry when somebody goes on the defensive instead of just listening. And, you know, I understand it's not easy to hear that you're falling short of somebody else's expectations. But again, you have to be impeccable with your word to yourself and you have to be able to look at yourself and be like, damn, you know, I did take her for granted. Mm. That is truth. That is all truth. Um. Looking at yourself, checking yourself um, is very beneficial, especially if the person you're in a relationship doesn't have to check you. Uh, I like checking me before somebody else has to check me because then they'll automatically know that you're intelligent enough and you're smart enough to know where you fucked up at. And they don't feel like they have to um ask you to do something and then come run behind you and check if you did it right they can learn to trust you and then they can learn to respect you more um because you you peep you know where you tripped at and you understand where your um pitfalls are so that is true hello greg hi 
All right, I'm finally back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. This, this, this fucking thing does not like. You know what? I'm done. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Um, how many more voicemails do we have before we get into the what have we learned today? We got two more. Let's get it. Self experience is always the key. Yeah. Because you got to ask yourself. Yeah. You might be you might be sitting alone, nobody around. You might be talking to yourself. You ask yourself, you hear me? What I'm doing that I'm not doing right? Or uh, what I'm doing that I'm doing wrong? You, hear me? you gotta ask yourself, you hear me? How you gonna how you gonna accomplish that? You hear me? The error. I'm I'm gonna say this. Um, every single sentence that I say from now on for every single stereo I ever do, I have to ask you. You heard me. You stupid. No, you don't. I I, I gotta make sure you heard me. Like whenever I say something, I'm like, hey, yo, the sky is blue to get you know and the grass is green. You heard me? Like I I need you to know. I wanna I wanna confirm that you heard what I said because I said what I said and I meant what I said, but I need to understand if you heard me. So Shan Orleans, and you can hear. Girl, that's why I wanted to slit that boy's throat. And he act like he didn't know what I was talking about the fifth time that I brought it up. Girl. Holy shit! All right. Oh my god. All right. We, we we are here. Um, we are here at the point of the show where we are at the. You know, Shan, Shan's going to introduce it, but before she introduces it. Everybody that is in this room right now, all the 23 of you, I need you to go ahead and give a round of applause if you fuck with the show so far, because we're wrapping it up. You have to go to sleep. We have to go to sleep. But we need you to give us a round of applause if you were fucking with the show. We need you to share it if you were fucking with the show. More importantly, just give us a round of applause, because we need that. that. That is our affirmation of knowing that we did a good job. We gave you guys a service. You guys are here. You are giving us entertainment. We're giving you entertainment. Please. Round of applause. Round of applause for yourselves, because the comments tonight were absolutely fire. Shout out to Eve Ruth. Shout out to our girl. Uh, now, uh, you know what? When we get to... SJ. Yeah. Shout out to SJ for doing the things that she needs to do, because trust me, when we get into what you know, Shan is about to get into, I have my notes. I have my notes. All right, y'all. This is close to the end of the show. Um, what did I learn today? I learned that I'm on the right motherfucking track, okay? I'm on the right track of spending a year by myself without um, wanting someone to consider my feelings. I'm in charge of considering my own feelings. So um, I'm doing and spending more time with myself but help me. Why are you chipping out? Mm. Um, so that's that's something that has helped me focus. And I spent more time um, podcasting and, you know, creating content and helping other podcasters do their thing, which I appreciate, which is going to make me a better person for the, like the next person that I'm supposed to be in a relationship with and grow with, because I'm going to be more considerate of somebody else's time with whatever their craft is. And mm-hmm. it's really about seeing 
outside of yourself and being able to spend the time with yourself. Because if I can't spend time alone with myself, why the fuck would I invite somebody to this shit? Bingo. Oh my God. Yes. Absolutely fire. Um, I learned a lot today. Um, so much so I have my notes because I'm, I'm the note taker for the show. Um, here's what we all should have learned today. Um, number one, lust, attraction, and attachment. That's what we started the show with. That's pretty much what we led the show into. And that's pretty much the catalyst of our show, which started with right place, wrong time, right one. Um, but we have more. So we also have gone into having such gems such as Going to a friend or a family member that you know you can work and sway because of their emotional attachment to you. Um, we've also talked about not compromising yourself to be compatible with other people. We've talked about stop trying to identify someone's intent. But sometimes there's intuition. Shout out to E. Ruth for that beautiful gem. Uh, we also have People not being able to dance in 2020. I want to say that that was SJ. SJ said that apparently people don't know how to dance in 2020. Um, We're going to talk about that. Not tonight, but we're going to talk about that on another show. So I have a pin in that one. Uh, We've also talked about staying in control of the person that you want, a.k.a. you want that person. You need to be in control because they don't know how to handle themselves. You need to go and guide them. So there's that. Uh, We also talked about not Everything needs a solution. That is, honestly, I feel like that is like the main point of our show. Everything doesn't have an answer. Everything doesn't have a solution. However, some things just need to be left the way that they are. Um, You're not going to gain closure out of everything in your life, but that's a good thing. You don't need closure for everything. So that is definitely a key point. Um, Me personally, I made this note. I said that. I don't do the friend zone. Um, I hate the friend zone. And more importantly, leave their ass alone. Um, We hate here. Like nobody wants to do the friend zone. So just don't do the friend zone. Um, Another note, we have two books that everybody needs to go and research. Maybe we need to do a book, like a book club. I feel like if we do a book club, these two books, I think we need to research. So we had one guy earlier, he mentioned the four agreements. So that is the first book, the four agreements. And the second book is... Um, heart on breaks. So I want to say actually SJ, she said the four agreements and the other guy earlier, he said heart on break. So those two books, we need to look on Amazon and we're going to, I'm going to purchase it. I'm going to purchase, uh, purchase it for Shan as well. We're going to do a book club. I feel like those two books we're going to discuss, we're going to talk about. So those are the two books that anybody that is listening right now, you definitely need to listen to. Um, we have four voicemails. I'm going to get through these. We're going to get the voicemails. We're going to get out of here. Um, the next little note is do you like yourself but more importantly do you do the work shout out to nell uh what is it shout out to sj i I hate saying her name shout out to sj because she said do you do the work not for yourself but for others as well so shout out for her for saying that um we have a note that said hiding the hurt that was very important there are a lot of people out here that do hide the hurt and i feel like shan that is definitely an episode that you're going to do. So hiding the hurt is definitely something we need to talk about. Um, We said at the four hour mark that a lot of women complain about the rules instead of playing to them. That right there by SJ, that when, when SJ said that, that everybody loved it. So shout out to SJ for saying 
not only the thing that made the show the show, but honestly, she answered the questions that a lot of people need to actually have answered. Um, we also talked about, um, I think E said this, she, she said, you respect the consequence of your emotions right there. Two back to back gems. You respect the consequences of your emotions. People need to understand that. They need to accept that. More importantly, repeat that to yourselves. Um, we only have a couple more. Um, if you didn't, let me go ahead and let you know. That was SJ. Shout out to SJ again. Because she, listen to this. The women have the content. And they have been saying everything from top to bottom. Um, and last, um, lastly, we had young OG 504. He said something that was so profound at the end of our show that we couldn't gloss over. He said, checking your errors and avoiding sinking their ship. That right there is profound for any man who is listening to the show. Check your errors, errors you know, as a man and avoiding sinking the ship, aka going and making sure that you check you before you check others. And the only reason I'm saying for men is because a man said it. So we are men that need to check ourselves check yourselves at the door you know take your shoes off go ahead take your jacket off check yourself before you walk into the door so shout out to young og 504 you know he, he kept saying the quote that he was saying you heard me but hey you know what we fuck with it the long way so if you didn't hear him i said it for him and i hope you heard me because you heard me um shout out to young og 504 um shan this has been a great show. Um, obviously, we've learned a lot today, but they need to learn where they can find us outside of, obviously, Stereo. Where can they find us? They can find us on any podcast platform. Check out Young, Black, and Bother. All right. Good content, good topics. If you didn't catch the whole show, Greg and I, we post the show on the podcast, okay? My podcast is She Gets It Pod. She gets a podcast, hashtag she gets it pod. You'll find it on Twitter, you'll find it on IG, who is shan.com. Uh, please check out the merch on Teespring for She Gets It Pod. I just got a hoodie today, which I like. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, we out here. We will be back on here on Sunday, okay, with another show. So if you like today's show, you'll like Sundays. Absolutely. Now, we have four more voicemails. We're going to play these and we appreciate all the voicemails. We appreciate all the love. We respect you guys. We hope you follow each other. You follow us. But here are the voicemails. Hi there. You are a super cool. I love your chats and you're fucking it. You a bitch. Oh, my God. Where's my bell? Black party. Of course. You a bitch. You a bitch. I of course, there's always hey, one. everyone. Love the podcast. Keep it up. I find myself being a little bit codependent, and so I totally related to what you were saying, and I've been working on it. God bless. Thank you for bringing it up. Chunky Kong, yeah. Do it for you. Can you please add the five love languages to the book list? Oh, oh. Yes, we, we can do that. So right now, here are the three books. Um, so we have number one, we have The Four Agreements. Number two, we have Heart on Break. 
And number three, we have the five love languages. Um, if you obviously, if you listen to either one of our podcasts, the links will be in the show notes. Um, I'm sure the show will probably be out maybe like Saturday or Sunday by the time we actually go and like post everything. But all that stuff will be in the show notes. Obviously, I'm going to read this book because I want to read the four agreements. Um, I've read five love languages, but Heart on Break, I've already ordered. It's in my Kindle now. It's already downloaded. So I'm going to read that probably tomorrow through like Sunday. But the four agreements, I have to sit on that one because not only is that something that I've always wanted to read, like other people have told me to read. I just, I need some time. So we, we might have to start a book club on here. So maybe that is the wave. Um, but either way, we are done with this show. Shan, lead us out. Bow your head. Stop allowing people to waste your time. Stop standing behind other people and stop playing the blame game. And be great. And thank you for checking out Loud Mouth Stereo with Greg and Shan. Peace. See you later. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.